this is big because it used to be $15 an hour. And so to go to 18, that's like a, a 20% increase uh, on average. Somebody's going to go from making $30,000 a year to $36,000 a year, assuming a 40 hour work week. And uh, now they're all of a sudden getting an extra $500 a month on average. Orlando, Florida is the theme park capital of the world, but it's actually so much more than that. We cover all things real estate, theme parks, and the stories that make living in Orlando such a fun place. This is the Orlando Real Podcast. It all started by a month. Let's get into our first uh, story of the evening. And this is a big one, like I mentioned. So Disney has finally decided to work with the cast members to increase uh, their minimum wages to $18 an hour. What do you think about this? Well, overdue, certainly. Um, As we, the consumer, have seen prices increase, it hasn't translated over to the to the cast members. So this is definitely important. Um, and the affordability, they need to be able to to live here in this area. And we've seen prices increase so much. It's it's definitely necessary. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's interesting. So they're going up to $18 an hour, which, um, you know, it's, I know Universal just approved a $17 increase. And so Disney is going to let people, I think it's their, their backfilling people's wages from all the way till December of last year. And then this coming year, they're going to be $17 by the end of December of 2023. And then next year it starts the $18 an hour. So there's a little bit of a, a layover uh, mm-hmm. in terms of getting there, but this is big because it used to be $15 an hour. And so to go to 18, that's like a a 20% increase uh, on average. Somebody's going to go from making $30,000 a year to $36,000 a year, assuming a 40 hour work week. And uh, now they're all of a sudden getting an extra $500 a month on average, which I think that's, you know, it helps towards the rent. It helps towards the cost of living here. Yeah. I mean, they, the local news is saying our groceries cost us like $350 more now than a year ago. And that barely covers that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So really important. It really is. And I, I think that, you know, everything inflation's I don't think is, is, is going away anytime soon. You know, I know they're trying to get that down. You know, we had some uh, news this week that interest rates are going to continue to rise for real estate. We've got a lot of things that are just really expensive. And so everything's been more expensive for the cast members. And now they're going to be able to at least take part in getting a little bit more income as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Got a few more people checking in. Frank from Jacksonville. Good to see you. Nancy Bounds from Claremont. Good to see you. Uh, Frank says $18 is a start. And that's minimum wage, right? So mm-hmm. the minimum wage, $18, there's plenty of people making a lot more than that now, right. uh, which is a really good opportunity for people. Um, Ashley checking in from Vancouver. I appreciate it. We've got a lot of Canadians that check in exactly. from all over the world. But can- Canada, I feel like, has been more and more, which is really cool. Well, my, yeah. I mean, one of my clients is in here right now. She said hello. Oh, did she? Hicks. Hicks, yeah, what's going on? They just got their house. Oh, congratulations. That's right. From <laughs> Altamont. Is, that's good to yes. see you. She's here. That's They're so from incredible. Toronto area, actually. Uh, amazing. <laughs> and so you've got Susie here from Florida's way cheaper than California. And all we have, we all have this rain. <laughs> you I guys was, have the rain right now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so Susie, I was in, uh, we, we did a little, our first family trip for like the first time in a really long time. I was way, way, way overdue. We did Disneyland which you've done this trip before Disneyland. And then we popped over to Alani in, in yep. Hawaii and it was like raining and dark the whole time we were in LA. Yeah. That's not normal. That's not normal. The, the LA I grew up in, it never rains. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we have droughts all the time. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. And so, you know, we were like, um, we get there, we were excited. We ended up having to bring, we looked at the weather report the day before, thankfully, because then all of a sudden it was like, we needed jackets and sweaters. I'm like, what, what the heck? But I tell you what, like Alani was one of the best experiences from a vacation standpoint, just a resort style. It wasn't overly Disney. No, it's not. It's it was just beautiful. like the little touches mm-hmm. right on the beach. It's kind of far away from everything though. I don't mind that. You don't? No. Because we had to go to Diamond Head. It was like 50 minutes oh, away. Oh, yeah. That, like, that's a little drive. Like North, North Shore was an hour away. It was a little yep, bit, it was a little it bit is, far. It, 
it is what it's quaint. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I get you. I get you. Make Unless sure you go to Waikiki. Then, then there's the madness. Right? That's and true. Yeah. And all that. The, yeah. The, the people that were there at Waikiki, it was, it was packed. We didn't even stop. Uh, but hey, <laughs> by the way, if you guys are watching right now and you're, you're not watching the replay or you're not listening to the podcast uh, back later on next week, make sure you hit the like button for us down below or shoot a comment down below. Ask your questions. We already have some of those coming in. We're going to answer as many questions, if not all of your questions tonight before we wrap up the show. We already have those coming in. We got to want to get to one more story uh, before we start getting over to our questions. So uh, something really exciting especially for people that live in Orlando or mm -hmm. like to visit here is Halloween Horror Nights. And if you're looking, if you're noticing, I've got a, I've got a new, new Halloween Horror Nights shirt. Universal sent it to me. So thank you guys so much. Uh, but I'm so excited. Halloween Horror Nights year number. 32. 32. That's a lot of years. <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights. And so they started kind of going through their website is live. You can start buying tickets now. They've got 10 ter terrifying haunted houses five scare zones uh, obviously the live show you've got the ride still themed food and themed merchandise this glows in the dark i'm excited to i'm excited to see if it I'm, actually i'm impressed you have that they did super good so i think we're gonna do have you have you been to halloween horror nights not here you know i grew up in la so in the 90s i got to go to the ones in hollywood yeah which were amazing but we have ap here at uh universal so we're gonna my kids are bugging me. They want to go. They should. They should. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting, it was last year was our first year and uh, we went with some friends and we did the, uh, the express pass. So we got to do really, uh, really all of the, all 10 houses. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, then we went back and, and did another event, uh, an RIP tour. And so we got to see behind the scenes and we got to do, it was really, nice. really cool. Got me just sort of obsessed with the Halloween Horror Nights. I didn't think I would like it, but. No, it's, it, it is, it, you have to experience it at least once to see if it's for you or not. That's right. Some people, it's not their jam, but it's it's pretty awesome what they do. The, the detail and the intricacies of it all is amazing. It really is. We want, when they, they, we did a lights on tour when we did the tour last year and it was like seeing all the details that you'll never see mm -hmm. when it's dark, but then the lights are on. You're like, yeah, we put this here and that here. And like, you might not like actually notice it when you're walking through and screaming and going all this other stuff, but, but it's there and you feel it and it kind of gets onto that sort of like, mm -hmm attention to detail. I thought it was awesome. Well, it's what they do. I mean, Universal, they make movies. They make movies, right? exactly. Like just taking you into a movie. Bringing it. Scare them and whatnot. Yeah, bringing it to life. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get to some questions here. So Jacqueline says, hey, what's happening with Taylor Morrison Harvest at Ovation? They had models and plans on the website, and now they're gone. Do you know anything about oh, those? they're gone? Yeah, I didn't know no, that they're I was gone. I getting emails from them just up until a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. So here's what I know about mm. the property across the street, Jacqueline, at uh, Toll Brothers by uh, it's it's West Haven at Ovation, literally right across the street. That whole strip up and down, uh, Hard Dog, New Hard Dog, mm -hmm. they had water issues and they had plant map issues. And so Toll Brothers just released something out from their land division that said that over the next couple of weeks, they should have permit approval to finally move forward. And if that's the case, probably the end of April, if not May, a lot of these builders up and down New Hard Dog that were delaying will finally be able to start moving forward. And I think that's exciting. There's a lot. There's a lot of houses. A lot there. of houses, a lot of delays. Yeah, we have lots of uh, buyers that have been working yeah. with us and been very, very patient. Some of them mm -hmm. have been waiting a year just to their house to start, which is not awesome. No. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes there's delays and we just have to roll with them. All right. So let's get into our next uh, our next article here. So Orlando International sets a record for busiest day in history. This cracks me up. It does. I mean, so why does it crack you up? <laughs> well, because one, the inflation, we're talking about how we're we're so in such bad dire straits financially as right. a country, and yet people are coming here on vacation and 
you know, we work with a lot of investor clients and and people are saying that our short term rental market is oversaturated. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, because it's slowing down here. It right? is. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, this came from West 2 News. They said that there was ninety five thousand two hundred and eighty seven departing passengers on Saturday, March 11th, which was the biggest. That's nearly five thousand more passengers than the previously recorded set back in 2019. So pre pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that uh, it'll be interesting. So uh, visit Orlando and the tourism industry locally. They put out numbers every year. I think that once we look at what happened in 2022, we are going to see that we're probably at pandemic numbers, if not beyond. Yeah. And I think this year is going to be even that. Yeah. And then next the next two years when we have a new park. Yeah. In town. Yeah. Epic <laughs> Universe opens. And I know Disney's Olympic, getting Olympus project. Olympus when that project. opens like. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be wild. Exponential growth. Exponential growth. That that's, that's Orlando. <laughs> uh, all right. So DS says, can you comment on Keens Point versus Lake Nona and Isleworth? And so mm -hmm. DS, I think this is a good question that we get asked, especially in the luxury market. For those of you watching that don't know, these three neighborhoods are all gated. They're all golf course neighborhoods. They all have amenities and kind of like the country club lifestyle. Keens Point is in Windermere, as is Isleworth. And so I think Keens Point uh, it's got a good good variety of real estate, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it does. I, I think the biggest thing with that is location. To it me. is. I, I mean, it's prime and it's beautiful when you go in through those gates. It's it's gorgeous. It is. I think I like about Keynes is that it's um, you've got this this wide variety of real estate kind of starting in the mm -hmm. sixes and sevens all the way up to six, seven million. Mm -hmm. You've got golf course frontage and lake course, lake, lake frontage. You've got um, rear entry sort of smaller houses and then these you know mega mansions, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, you've got in Isleworth kind of going to your next question. Uh, that's right down the road. And it's really all estate size, large homes. It's larger. It's large homes. And even larger homes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the one that's where like Shaq live. That's where Tiger mm -hmm. Woods live. Uh, Bubba Watson, a whole lot of like sports celebrities and, and people that have lived there. Uh, so that's kind of Isleworth over in Lake Nona. It's just it's, it's Isleworth 2.0, in my opinion. It's got an amazing golf course, amazing resort style amenities. But it's just over in Lake Nona. There was mm -hmm. actually uh, built out by kind of the same developer. Tavistock owns them both and runs them both. And so both pretty cool options. Yeah, they are um, definitely. It's uh yeah, that's our schools calling like our kids oh, here. What's going schools? on? <laughs> I keep getting all these vibrates. There we go. All right. So Matt Sorry. says, hey, I've been watching a lot of your videos. I'm getting closer to moving. What advice would you have for renters who aren't in a position to buy a house yet? Ooh. Um, well, <laughs> with this, we deal with this like almost on a weekly basis because yeah. I did that. I came here. You did. Uh, still renting because we haven't found the right spot just yet. Um, but it, it's, ooh, I, I think that a lot of it becomes, why are you coming here? Yeah. Where's your work going to be? What kind of, you know, some people come here for lifestyle. So does that mean you want to go to the parks? Does that mean you want to be by downtown Winter Garden or downtown Orlando? Or, you know, there's a lot of questions that as a real estate agent, I feel responsible asking someone before we, we even give any advice or suggestions, because we really got to dig in and learn who our client is and how to advise them. Because there's a lot of options. There's a lot of rental options. Uh, a lot of it is budget prohibitive, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And so that's probably the biggest thing, but we do our best to guide them in the right direction, but it, it's, it's certainly a good strategy. Um, but if I could go back in time and not do that, I wouldn't. 
You wouldn't rent? I wouldn't rent. You just buy right away? I'd buy right away. Yeah. Well, you knew where you wanted to live to begin yes, with, right? So you rented <laughs> and then you were like, oh yeah, no, I really do want to live here. And so now yeah. you've been working for the new construction and kind yep. of trying to dial in which one you want. Right. Uh, but I think that for, for people that are moving here, if you know where you want to go, then you buy. If yeah. you're unsure, if you're like, ah, maybe theme park area, maybe not theme park area, maybe downtown Orlando, maybe farther north. You, until you really get to know the area, if you don't know it really well, then you should maybe rent for a year or mm -hmm. maybe you rent for six months and break the lease to get out. Uh, there's a lot of options with that stuff. And so um, that, that would be what I, I would encourage you to do. Now, that being said, it's almost harder to get a lease right now than it is a house. house. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. R rentals here, like there was a report that came out from the city and they said that uh, we need something like an extra 50,000 new apartment buildings or multifamily buildings mm -hmm. uh, just to keep up with demand over the next five years. Yeah, we do. It's and we see a lot of new complexes going up in Horizon West all over the place. And we think, oh, who's going to live there? <laughs> they're <laughs> right. already having lists of, you know, they're, they they're already renting them out and they're not even done building them. Yeah, it's insane. We yeah. uh, we did a video this morning on um, on the packing district in just oh, outside yeah. of College Park. Mm -hmm. They have 3,500 new apartments coming that are actively being built. Oh, wow. That's that, awesome. That area is going to be just kind of blowing up. So yeah. uh, Susie said, what are your predictions for buying during the summer and getting new construction versus older homes, like pros and cons and that sort of thing? What do you think about maybe take the summer versus uh, maybe spring or fall first? So I always like to compare, honestly, um, because builders lately have been my favorite go to for my buyers because the incentives, yeah. you know, they're doing rate locks for them where they're buying that rate down for them. Uh, they're giving them closing cost money or flex money, design center money, whatever the case may be, or spec homes that are almost done. You can really get a good deal there. Um, that's hard to beat when you're looking at a resale home with a higher interest rate that might need some updates. And, and honestly, a lot of the resale market right now isn't all that great. And we just talked about that this week in our, our meeting, our team meeting. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I personally lean towards new construction, but certainly will always like bounce it off some resale too. Yeah, I think so. So when you ask about older homes, pros and cons, I think when I think older homes, I think some of like the downtown Orlando areas, I think about, um, you know, some of the areas of Windermere are obviously older. There's mm -hmm. all, all these different areas around town have little pockets and they have a little bit more charm, a little bit more things. But with the charm becomes mm. projects, roofs, windows, kitchens, baths, flooring. And so it just depends on what you're looking for. If you're somebody that's like, no, I want a little bit larger lot because most of our older homes have slightly more land than a lot of the new construction does. Uh, if that's something you're after, then, uh, then then go that route. But new construction is typically going to get you a better deal in today's market. Uh, and we're going to actually go into real estate and a few stories and just kind of what's going on. It's, it is a very weird market that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's go on to our next, uh, our next little thing. I'm excited about this. Have you ever been to the circus? Oh, yeah. So... Ringling Brothers, in particular. <laughs> have you? So Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus will mm -hmm. return to Central Florida without animals. Well, that's kind of what they were known for. Yeah, that's what I remember back in the day. <laughs> so they're, they said that they're going to be reimagining Ringling Brothers and Barnum and ba Barnum Bailey. Circus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Barnum Bailey Circus will return to the Orlando, uh, the Amway Center here, and they're going to do the greatest show on earth, which reminds me of the greatest Great show, show of the movie. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite movies. I know. I have jammed out to that soundtrack many, many times. Mm -hmm. uh, but part of it, they're going to redesign sort of like without animals. They're going to go more trapeze, more kind of interactions with the uh, with the audience. And I think it'll be fun to at least see, like, how do they kind of continue to morph into this iconic brand into something a little bit different? You know what I think it's going to end up being like after I read this article and was thinking about it some more is it, it kind of gives me a little hint of a Cirque du Soleil. 
There you go. That's exactly what I was thinking. And that's actually yeah. very popular. Have you been to Drawn yeah. to Life? Yeah, I have. What'd you think of it? It was amazing. I, I, um, I saw the O show at Bellagio in yeah. Las Vegas, which is a water stage. It's just mind boggling what they can do with the acrobatics and whatnot. It's just amazing. So I, I like though this is kind of a different vibe, yeah. like what we're seeing. And so it should be, I, I would love to go see it, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be worth it. I mm -hmm. think it'll be definitely, yeah, it's got the like neon lights and all these other kind of things. It's just, uh, yeah, high rope, all that stuff. I, this stuff, it's, it's fascinating to me. Yeah. I would never do it, you oh, know, for no. a living, but <laughs> I'll pay to watch somebody to do yeah. it. All right. So next story we've got up is the Roundup Rodeo over at Hollywood Studios. You went there. Was it yeah. today? Yeah, this what, morning it opened. <laughs> so uh, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. This is over in Toy Story Land. Tell mm -hmm. us about it. Yeah, so it was a really cool experience. In fact, the lady on there, I believe, was our server. <laughs> we were her first table she ever had since the, or like when the restaurant opened. So, okay. Um, the theming top, I mean, it's perfect. You are in a toy box is my understanding. Okay. Like that's the, the theme. Um, they did a stellar job with Toy Story. Like they, um, they have some moments throughout your dining experience where uh, there's some audio going on and, and, you know, some things are coming on and, um, well, I don't know. I don't want to share cause I don't want to like, you don't want to say, people, but it's thema it's the thematic. Thematic? Very much so. It, Is that a the, word? Theme? No, no. Theme. Themed. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's, a live show a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's what it's missing to me. Okay. So it like if, if like, like Buzz and Woody came out, out. Buzz, well, Buzz was outside taking pictures. I'm like, wow, you should true. be in a restaurant. Mm, yeah. I but get that. That's the only thing it was missing. The, the food was fine. Like I, I wouldn't be like. Well, dark. actually, the salmon was good. <laughs> the salmon. So they have like sausage, chicken, um, pork, beef, like everything that way. But you can request salmon, which is cedar plank cooked salmon. And it was incredible. I mean, they took it a whole nother level that for all of sounds, us. That sounds great. It was me. amazing. So, so yeah, it says uh, evil doctor smoked ribs. Yeah. Buttercups beef brisket. Uh, there's a sausage so, in my mouth. It is literally <laughs> curled up like a sausage. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, uh, that's kind of fun. Uh, and so it looks like pricing is for lunch, $35 to $59. Well, same thing yeah. for the dinner, dinner menu. Did yeah. you feel like you got, uh, I mean, being that we're kind of in a inflationary times, right? To put that into perspective. <laughs> do you feel like you got the your your your, your money? Your yeah, free so money? it's family style and all you care to enjoy. Oh. So absolutely. And your beverages are included. So that's actually pretty great. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Now there's no discounts right now. No DVC, no annual pass mm -hmm. yet. That'll come later. Um, but I, I, we would go back for sure. Nice. I just wish that there was a little more Toy Story action in the restaurant. Yeah. Aside sense. from all the theming, because the theming is top notch. Even your dinner plate looks like those little paper plates, you know, the 99 cent ones yeah. you throw away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Your, your China plate looks just like that. It's the theming's really awesome. I like it. Very cool. I'm going to check it out for sure. You should. All right. So Jason DK says, I've got a brief email chat with a landlord in Orlando about sky high, uh, sky high rent. He said insurance and HOAs have gone up significantly, causing increased rent. Is that accurate? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's not the only reason, though, Jason, is it's lack of affordability. So on real estate purchasing. So there's a lot more people that are renting. There's a lot more demand. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a, a, a rental listing that was on our team and I've seen 40 different inquiries over the past four days. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot more demand. And so because of that, landlords are allowed to charge more. It's just it's supply and demand, right? But they're not wrong. Insurance has gone up. HOAs have gone up. In some areas, HOAs have gone up significantly. Other ones, for the most part, have just gone up with inflation at two to five percent sort of over the past year. And so if you're renting, that's the one thing we tell a lot of people is that just because you're renting doesn't mean you're like you're not 
insulated from what's going on in the economy. Oh no, not at all. It's it's sometimes that they're raising your rent three, four, five, six hundred dollars, a thousand dollars a month after yep. a renewal. And yep. so that's why buying a house, even with interest rates a little bit higher, as long as you can afford it, mm-hmm. it's better to lock in, understanding what you're going to get, and and be able to kind of know what your payment's going to be every month. Absolutely. All right. So we've got uh, Alfred says, I want to know if it's a buyer's or seller's market. I'm looking to buy a low cost, but a home in great condition. Is that possible? So Alfred, let's talk about this specifically, because this is a great time to kind of transition over to the real estate chat here. Mm-hmm. And uh, please keep dropping questions down below. I see them coming through. Questions. Yeah, we really do, which is so, so <laughs> wow. cool. All right. So we've got this is something we showed to begin to just sort of show people what's going on in the real estate market. So over the past seven days, there's been 894 new homes that have hit the market. Uh, there's been you got it down below 1227 that have gone pending. Now that's a huge, huge disparity in terms of like demand over supply. And so if there's not enough, if there were 1227 homes that hit the market and 1227 that went pending, that would mean that we're in a perfectly balanced market. We're just not right now. There's actually more buyer demand than there is. Considerably. Yeah. Over double. So Suzanne, I was going through this. This I thought would be a fascinating thing for people to pay attention to. Like what was going on in March? If you can think back just to your business in 2020, uh, 2022 2022, and and, and March of last year, what was going on? Uh, It was insane. It was absolutely insane. Multiple buyers, multiple offer situations, lack of inventory. Um, It was crazy. Yeah, it, it really was. Yeah, it, it really was insane. So everything and then June hit kind of in our market and things really slowed down. And then fourth quarter, things like the brakes hit. Yeah. And then over all of a sudden in January, things kind of started popping again. And so I yeah. hear some like actual factual data. This isn't just me and Susanna kind of just talking about what's going on. Let me show you guys specifically what actually was going on. So this is actually you can see right up here. Uh, this is from the real estate, uh, the MLS. So they don't they just take the numbers from the MLS, plop it down here. This was March 2022 single family homes, you had 588 that sold this this same week this week last year. And the average final sales price was $465,000. But look at what's going on with the months of inventory. So your Alfred, you asked the question, is it a buyer's market? Is it a seller's market? This was the strongest seller's market in history. Like yeah. they were on record. You had less than one month supply of homes on average, mm-hmm. all the way on up. Now, what we consider, and for those of you that have watched the channel before, I apologize, you'll hear this again, anything from one month to three months supply, that's technically a seller's market. Mm -hmm. Three months to six months, it's a balanced market. Right. Six months plus, it's a seller's market. Right. Or a buyer's Buyer's market. market. Buyer's market, because they can go hard after really Mm -hmm. anything that they want. They know they don't have the competition. And so I look at fast forward to what's going on in today's market. And this is kind of the, the weekly snapshot that we looked at this past week. So we've got average sales price. Again, remember in 2022, March of 2022, the average sales price for our counties was 478 and now it's 517. So did the market go up or go down? <laughs> it's going up. It's, it's going up. Now the months of inventory, like we mentioned, one to three months is technically a seller's market. It's really sitting right at 2.23, which is a really kind of healthy thing. And so this is when I say a very weird thing, Susanna. This is a very weird market where you've got high interest rates, but because there's such low inventory, mm-hmm. the fact that we don't have a lot of buyers doesn't matter. No, it's not. And as we discussed this last week, we're hearing multiple offer situations. I was in a multiple offer situation with a client in a million plus home, which says it has four months inventory right now. Yeah. But we were in a multiple offer situation. The house had been on the market over 30 days. 
There's yeah. no rhyme or reason to it. No, it doesn't make <laughs> sense. A friend of mine was sitting through a, a talk with Golden Sachs this past week, and he said that they, they're just kind of like, they're even in this sort of like wait and see pattern because you've got Jerome Powell raising interest rates. You've got a very weird thing going on in the market. And, and what we talked about in our in our key meeting was there's not a lot of good inventory. No, there's not. And that's that's a big problem. It because, is. And this is why homes that are new build are mm-hmm. looking so much more attractive because not only do they have their incentives, but they're in great condition. You don't have to look at a roof in a couple of years. You don't right. have to look at an AC unit in a couple of years or God forbid, it needs to be completely updated. Yeah. You know, so when you compare that, why would you buy resale? Yeah, exactly. But the ones that are, are dialed in, like we've got listings they that go quick, super quick, multiple offers, yeah. you know, full price kind of thing. Yep. So going back to Alfred's question of like, you know, how much can I get off? Can I get a good deal? That sort of thing. If you look on average, homes are selling for 97. Let's see, make sure I get on the screen here. 97.47. So two and a half percent off on average on the resale side. Mm-hmm. And then on new construction, there are some incentives and depending on the neighborhood, I mean, there's some neighborhoods that have waiting lists and you know, yeah. they don't have incentives right now, no. but, but many of them do. Yeah. All right, going back over here. So Chris asked, can we talk about Brightline? What's going on the cost and travel? So they have been testing. This has been really fun to watch. Is They've been testing now, Chris, and a few other people that asked about Brightline. Uh, they've been testing over the past few months and kind of it's been fun to see, you know, Brightline comes out with 70 miles an hour test mm-hmm. and 100 miles an hour test and then 120 mile an hour test. So they're testing the track. They're testing the trains. And from what I'm hearing, it's they're going to be doing like actual people rides by the end of the month, if not in early April. And so that's really exciting. Yeah, I can't wait to go on that. Yeah, we're going it's to gonna be fun. We're doing a little Miami trip toward later at the end of the year, and we're going to try it for the first time. There you go. It's clean. It's, it's going to be new. It's fast. Well, you can catch a cruise that way, too. Yeah, go, go right out to the out port. To the- it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to be using it quite a bit. Uh, Lena says, we love Windermere. We bought a home from Geo. So thanks Aww. so much for your offer. awesome bids. We love Geo. We love Geo's Geo. <laughs> All right, let's go in on. So any idea, uh, any idea when the new MI neighborhood will start off of Fleming? There's also Dreamfinders one that's supposed to be off the road as well. Yeah, I know right where that's at. What do you think? So um, I was actually at Dream, uh, MI uh, last week, and they are keeping their models that are at Encore Innovation because they are going to start selling Lake Star or Star Lake. I always get that mixed up. I think it's Lake Star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're going to start selling out of that sales center probably by the end of the year, I'm guessing. Yep. So because you can see there's a lot of land movement infrastructure going in that area. So it's coming, definitely. And DreamFinders is also doing the same thing. Um, you can see a lot of land movement infrastructure. Uh, and I do know the sales team is already in place for that development. So okay. it's coming soon. Nice. And they can reach out to us if they're looking for new construction, right? Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. We've got contacts at all of them. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> Actually, that's one of the cool thing about our team is that um, when, we, when we go back to um, when people, people, we have a whole channel on our Slack where it's like, hey, what builders do you know that has X, Y, and Z that you know and have connections with? And so we've got a great team that like knows the ins and outs of all of these different neighborhoods, who has incentives, who doesn't, uh, who has something that might have fallen through. And that's a great opportunity if somebody's like have been building a house and then they, they don't get financing and bringing somebody in to hopefully get a good deal. So that's kind of one of the one of the many things that we do in terms of bringing value. Uh, to people. Um, all right. So did that yesterday. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> the house, they're going to close next month because it fell through and they grabbed it. Boom. It's a great deal. It works. 
All right. So Vince says, looking to move to the area near Disney 55 and older communities, what are your thoughts on pricing? Are they ever going to come down? Thanks, Vince. So Vince, I think that um, you, know, you look at Four Seasons in Kissimmee right outside of Celebration. Um, they had a lot of price incentives. And so one thing you'll notice anybody watching or listening back is that builders hate bringing down pricing. Mm -hmm. They would rather give you a deal on the lot. They would love, rather give you a deal on incentives at the design center. They would rather give you closing costs other than lowering those prices. And, and really here's why is, is it comes down to appraisals, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, because it hurts the other sales in the community. In the future. In the future. Yeah. In their mm -hmm. pipeline that the people have been waiting and then also in the future. And so right. um, when you go online, typically they're going to try to raise prices every four to five sales. And, and that's happening now. It is totally. And so, <laughs> so. but eventually what's going to happen is we're going to look up, you know, however many months from now hopefully it's months and not years from now yeah. uh, and they're going to unfortunately take away those incentives and just go back to their base pricing and then yeah. now that they can make, make it more profitable overnight yeah. uh, and so from the outside looking in it's kind of hard to pay attention so that's what we're here to do yeah. and i've seen that in the three biggest 55 plus communities near disney they're all i mean in, i'm in touch with all of them because i have buyers looking right now and that is the narrative. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that real quick. So uh, the three best or closest anyways, we don't say mm -hmm. best, but the three closest. We got four seasons. What are the other two? Uh, you have Oasis, Bedell Webb, which is right there off New Hartzog Road in Winter Garden or Horizon West. Yep. Um, and then I like to not forget about Claremont because on that Flemings Parkway that is eventually going to connect, you have the Palms at Sonora, which is by D.R. Horton, yeah. which is to me a little gem sitting there. It is. Because when that connector opens, it feels like Winter Garden. It does not feel like Claremont it at all. Not, not even close. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I think that's a Those are my three favorites, in my opinion, nearest Disney. Uh, I know it's 30 minutes right now from Claremont to get there, but each product offers something different and yep. a different price point as well, Yeah, agreed. which I think is really neat. Agreed. Uh, all right, so Reedview says, I mentioned in my, my latest video, or our latest video, that East Orlando is more people that have tech and health jobs. Is there any opportunity for tech on the West side? And so, yeah, I think you're gonna have like the Olympus project for mm -hmm. sure, that's gonna uh, offer some of those things. Um, it just depends on what companies you're working for and what do you call the West side? If you do come like Dr. Phillips, the West side, there are, there's Lockheed Martin, there's Raytheon, there's a lot of other techie kind of companies that, that need somebody potentially like what you do. And so um, it's just, unfortunately, not unfortunately, I love it on the West side, but it's just a little bit less commercial construction, a lot, of, a lot less like, you know, big office buildings and crazy stuff on the West side. We see that more downtown and on the East side. Mm -hmm. Um, do I know anything about more about Disney's affordable housing build? So Alfred, uh, that's going to be right inside of Horizon West, right kind of north of Flamingo Crossing, where they have the cast member housing. Uh, they haven't broken ground yet on that. And yeah. so it's going to be one thing that people always ask is, are there going to be lower income or affordable housing for sale? I don't think so. No, and, and this isn't Section 8 housing. Or, no. You know, people think affordable housing and we immediately think, oh, it's Section 8, Fed yeah. housing, HUD, that stuff. And it's not. This is Disney's controlled affordable housing, which means, and again, going back to the cast member raises and whatnot, <laughs> they have trouble accommodating or finding accommodations for their cast members and they need to make that available to them. And I think that's the main objective with this whole project. I agree. So I look at um, the cast member housing that they've already built. They've got 10,000 units over there right outside of Flamingo Crossing. For one, they're beautiful. Yeah. They're really, I mean, it's, I wish I lived there when nice. I was in my 20s. It's really nice. Like, yeah. it's super nice. They've got a really great, you know, like uh, gym facility. Like, it's just, it's gorgeous. Um, and, and so there, I, I envision this, but not just, just not for the 
the college program basically anymore. No. You're going to have people that are, work at Disney that have some opportunity to mm -hmm. to do this. Now, over at the cast member housing, they they pack them in there. Yeah. Oh, it's it's busy. It's it's like three <laughs> it's to four people yeah. a room, or three to four it's people. Like college dorms. It's college dorms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm sure they're going to have some sort of component, either in a micro size. They're going to have like a smaller. I envision like IKEA living, right? Like mm -hmm. where they're like, hey two bedroom living and 800 square feet. And you're like, yeah. it's probably going to be something like that. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, TK who put a bunch of comments here. And so thanks oh. for that. I was kind of going through. So what's wild is he mentions, um, can you imagine mortgaging a home on $28,000 in income? Yeah, that would be and tough, that, right? There's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. Like right now you could have bought, you know, five years ago, you could have bought a house for $150,000, you and another person. Most people are at these days are many people anyways, are, are dual income or they're sharing or, you know, mom and dad. Have the kids living with them or something like that, right? And so now instead of just two dual income at thirty thousand each, being sixty thousand, you've got two cast members that are now seventy-two thousand dollars. Now you're starting to get to where you can actually afford, at least in the Claremont area, as the Mineola mm -hmm. area, some of these other areas where yeah. people can actually not have to drive an hour just to get to the theme parks for work. Right. I think that's exciting. Definitely. All right, let's go back through. We got a couple other things coming. What do you know about Live Golf? Well, I know it's right in our backyard. <laughs> it's, it's at a beautiful course in Orange County National. <laughs> it is. So if you guys have don't have been following Live Golf, so basically they have the PGA, which is like, mm -hmm. you know, everybody that we would know, many popular people. And then there was this, this Saudi-backed company. I think it was Newman came out and said, hey, we're going to back this new, more fun, hip sort of way to have golf. So they have people are allowed to wear shorts. Go go figure. Yeah, golf it's not traditional. It's non-traditional <laughs> golf, right? And so it's a little bit more fun. They had big, big names get paid hundreds of millions of dollars to go you know, play for Live Golf. And so they have an event coming here. Uh, this is March 31st through April 2nd over at Orange County National, just outside of Winter Garden or outside of Horizon West. And so we just had uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational here over at Bay Hill. This is a massive thing. And so it'll be interesting to see how many people actually turn out for Live Golf. I, I think it's exciting. I mean, it is in our backyard. I mean, our, this golf course is literally intertwined through all most of Horizon West. <laughs> and just driving around it and seeing what they're doing in preparation for it. It just makes me excited as a resident to think that this is a pretty big deal coming to our backyard in golf, you yeah. know, and I know there's a lot of amazing golf in our greater Orlando area, but you don't usually think it's in winter garden. Yeah. And we have this amazing little gym here. So I like that this is going to put us on the map. Kind of yeah. reminds me of happy Gilmore. I'm not going to lie. No, I think so too. As you drive the by. Scaffolding up yeah. there and all the stuff. I'm like someone's <laughs> going to run the golf cart into that. <laughs> I hope not. I hope no, not. I know, Poor right? Phil. He's, he's getting too old. He can't run our runway. So uh, Tomas says, uh, hello from NYC. Shout out to Kristen P. I agree on deals about new, new bills. So definitely. Yeah. Thanks. We love Kristen. She's fantastic. She's awesome. Yeah. She's amazing. All right. So <laughs> off to Disney says, are we talking JPEG affordable or Iger affordable housing? Oh, I think so. We started under JPEG, <laughs> although, you know, we have Iger's out there talking in the news about how he thinks that the, the parks are maybe a little bit too expensive. So hopefully they'll continue to make that work. And I think that this uh, I don't know. He, they say he's got two years. Is it two years or three two years? years? I will say one thing about that. Yeah, um, obviously, I don't envision anything coming back on pricing. No. But when I met, I had the pleasure of meeting tomorrow a couple weeks ago at the Tron preview, and he knew that I was an annual pass holder, as he asked. And he's like, I just want you to know it's going to get better. I promise mm -hmm. it's going to get better. So I thought that meant a lot because we pay a lot for those annual passes. And yeah, we, we often feel like we're neglected and not valued because somebody else that was at the home basically said that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that APs aren't any profitability for yeah, them. Yeah. But um, I think we're going to see more value for our money and we're not going to balk about it as much. Yeah. Does that I, make sense? I, I hope so. I think, yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. It's yeah. To me. 
So speaking of something that may, might not be massively affordable. <laughs> so you've oh, got the yes. new uh, JW uh, Convention Center. Now, I've been talking about this for the past six months since I first saw it uh, in, in, back in September when they started talking about it. And why I'm so excited about it is if you look over here, uh, the location of this thing. This is on Church Street and uh, Lake. Oh, this doesn't have it over here, but on Church Street and Lake downtown, it's going to be right off of Lake Eola. It's a JW Hotel and Convention Center, but it's also going to have a lot of condos. And now these things are probably not going to be affordable housing <laughs> at all. Um, no. my, my guess is that they're going to start at a million dollars plus, um, yeah. and especially with lake views of Lake Eola. Uh, but do you spend a lot of time in downtown Orlando? Here and there. Yeah. I, I'm not a lot, but you know, going to the Amway Center for events, uh, taking clients down there. Um, yeah. But there's a random store event that will pop on down and it's not that far. And it's it's just really cool. There's such a cool vibe down there. I, I, I love I love downtown Orlando and I want it to be better. Like, I feel like, you know, I love going to a magic game. It's a bad rap sometimes. Yeah. You know, and I think that it, it's going to be, you know, back and forth with the whole uh, bar situation that they're working on. But um, one thing that I heard this week was that they're going to be redoing Church Street. Uh, we've been there like to the Harry Buffalo mm -hmm. that I guess mm -hmm. the Harry Buffalo is going away and some other places are going away on Church Street and okay. they're going to make it more like, um, do you know what Armature Works is no. down in Tampa? So let me look this up. Been to Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. Armature Works is like, um, let me show you guys watching. So Armature Works is basically like a, a food hall situation where you've got like outdoor spaces you've got it kind of reminds me of like an upscale plant street and so or Ivanhoe Brewery has their whole like um, the hall on yard something very similar to this, but on Church Street. And I think that that's going to start helping people connect what's going on. And, and then you've got all the way down to the convention center. I think that this is one of the, the key pivotal pieces to the downtown area when you have new condos to actually live in and then also things to go do. Uh, to me, I think that's a really big win. Yeah, it is. And the walkability because of downtown is just amazing. And we don't have that in a lot of the Orlando area. Yeah, 100%. That's really cool. Matt says uh, industrial turned hipster. That's mm -hmm. packing district. And it watched yeah. for my video on Tuesday about the packing district because it literally is industrial that they're redoing and making it hipster. That's mm -hmm. probably a really good way to put it. <laughs> so Jariah checks in. What's going on? Wow. Uh, wow. So do you know Jariah yet? No, I don't. New gal on our team. I'm so excited oh, to introduce you to her. She's amazing. <laughs> uh, speaks Spanish and all that kind of good stuff. So uh, she's a wow, exciting to know what downtown Orlando will reflect Armature Works. It's very cool. It's a popular mm -hmm. spot in Tampa. She knows Tampa pretty well as well. Awesome. Uh, so very cool. All right. So we are going to be wrapping up for the evening. There's one last like little feel good story that I wanted to share. I thought this was cool because in the land of TikTok and teenage angst, I don't know. There's always teenage angst, but crazy <laughs> stuff going on. Orlando teen. This is by... Uh, ClickOrlando.com. Orlando team invents device that will help potentially 2.2 billion 2.2 billion people. And so, high school sophomore um, over in downtown Orlando, basically the 16-year-old kid came up with a way to get people that are visually impaired to be able to wear these goggles. And in that, they're going to be able to have like haptics. And while they can't see, the closer they get to things, it'll kind of alert them mm -hmm. to what's around them. And like, how cool is that? Like you think about somebody that maybe walks with a cane and tries to feel out what they're doing. Well, she, she created these goggles that are going to be able to show people kind of like via taps and haptics how they're walking. How cool is that? Yeah, I think it's I think we can thank VR for that. Yes. And how amazing that a teenager just decided to take that and run with it and do something so impactful. I love it. And the fact that she's local and 
just that's awesome. I think so too. So I, cool. I think about uh, what I was doing at 16 and it was not creating <laughs> a better world for 2 billion people. That's no. very much celebration. <laughs> but listen, if you guys watch live again, thanks so much. If you're watching the whole thing, give us a thumbs up. It does help other people uh, to know where we're at. Susanna, how can people get a hold of you on social? Um, well, we're on Instagram, um, Facebook. Yep. I'm a little old school. I love my Facebook. Do you so love your It's just Susanna White on Facebook, Instagram. Amazing. Um, but, you know, you can always go through the uh, the Orlando Reel yep. as well. So Make sure you look her up. Yeah. We appreciate you guys watching. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. If you've ever thought about moving to Orlando or you're looking to buy or sell a house anywhere, my team and I, we'd love to be your real estate resource of choice. The Posit Group, we've got over 500 five-star reviews and we're helping people from all around the world find home in Orlando. Make sure you reach out, info at posicgroup.com. We'll see you guys in the next episode.